Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rolski. To my left, Corey with K on the ones and twos. To my right, Troy is back, making his triumphant return. And across the table, my main man is back in studio. DG, what's happening? I missed you, brother. I missed you. I missed the mic. I tell you what. We miss you too. It was awfully weird having us all down here in the Sip and Serve studio without you across from me. Well, I tell you, I listened to the the, ep- the previous episode a couple of times, and Uncle Buck killed it, man. I was kind of worried I lost my job. I tell you what, he was something else. He was. <laughs> he was something and else. He threw him the change up. <laughs> yes, he did. But, you know, I appreciate Uncle Buck coming in. Like he said, I mean, he didn't know he was going to be on. I think I got a hold of him Thursday night. And we're having a Friday night episode. He didn't prepare nothing. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'll grab a six-pack and I'll be there. Absolutely. That's what you want in a fill-in co-host. Yeah, I mean, Uncle Buck, but Troy, he, they're he, always ready to come on. He's pretty explicit, too, though. I mean, he's a little... Well, that's why we put the Rolski exclusive tag on that one. Okay. Because, I mean, it, it got a little explicit there, a few parts, but, you know... That's that's just Uncle Buck for you. When he's on, you know there's going to be a few explicit parts, so that's it is what it is. But, Troy, welcome back, man. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm glad to be down here in the uh, Sip and Serve uh, studio. It's Well, you're not the only one that's glad. I mean, we're, we're happy to have you back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a while. You seem like it's been forever since you've been on. It feels like forever, yeah. honestly. What is it? Three or three or four episodes. Yeah, that's that's probably. too much. Because I can let me tell you this. The sipping squad have been asking about you. Several people have got a hold of me. Where's Troy? Where's Se- Troy been? Several. Yeah, they want you. They okay. love Troy. I thought maybe that was one person out there, maybe. Oh no, it's de- it's definitely been more than one okay. listener out there that's been wanting you on. Your fan favorite. So how how's life been? I mean, you haven't been on for four weeks. We haven't talked much. How's how's life? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, my wife and I, we, we both are, you know, our jobs are still stable through all this commotion going on out there. And um, like yard, yard's doing well. Is the yard doing well? The weather's starting to change a little bit. Are you, are you still getting everything done that you want to get done to it? Yeah. And the fall time up here in the, the Midwest, it just is, it's, it's plush. You know what I mean? It's like a golf course out there so let's say let's say mid-july you know normal weather how how many hours a week would you say you spend on your yard well i don't on average i try not to be on the yard much in the you know the midsummer because i i mean it's it's stressed out you i mean you don't want to be <laughs> you know walking all over it and trampling it you know it's stress. Okay, but like I'm talking like mowing, watering, trimming, clipping, fertilizing. How much? How many hours a week would you say? You probably mow it twice a week. Well, right? I mowed it today. So I'm talking I, like on an average summer day. Summer day. I mean, it depends on how much rain we get. Let's say we get a moderate amount of rain, average amount of rain. I'm I'm mowing at least once a week. I mean, my neighbor he's probably he's mowing twice a week if we got moderate rain, just because he's he's retired. He's got more time, right? 
what else what else are you doing besides just mowing you doing anything else yeah i, I throw down i i put furt down okay so you're, you're furting it so wait a minute you say you throw down is that like a yard term yeah what's what's furt mean throw down <laughs> <laughs> But what 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 exactly does that I mean like what are you doing when you say I'm throwing down on my yard right now? Uh, th- throwing down fertilizer. Oh, fer- fertilizer. Okay, I got you. See, I see. I'm out. I'm out on this. I have no idea. But anyway, the thing I was getting at was, have has your workload on your yard slowed down now that we're getting a little closer to winter time? Yeah, that's yes. a great question. Yes, definitely. Okay. And, and the fall time is perfect because you don't have the weeds. You don't have to mess with that. Yeah, I've already put down some fertilizer. So really I'm doing is like that last mow. When is that going to happen? Like I mowed today, but you know, I'm thinking I'll have to mow one more time. We yeah, got well, a little, we got a little frost this morning. I know frost kind of slows it down too. Yeah. My, uh, you're probably going to hate me for this, but my last mow was about a month ago. So. Oh, it looks good out. I mean, it's front. not, it's not high. It's no. really not. But, but wait, you got to mow more often when you, when you throw down. When you when you're throwing that fur down, you gotta mow more often. That grass is growing that is growing like hell, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So me and DG got to talking before, you know, we we didn't want to put too much on your shoulders, Troy. Cause me and me and DG feel like every time you come on the pod, you're just you're just putting too much on your shoulders the week prior. So instead of you sitting in front of your computer screen and making five pages of notes front and back. Me and DG said, let's come up with a podcast where Troy isn't so stressed. So I put one together. We put our heads together. I came up with a few things here. and I think it's going to be a fun podcast. I can see right now, you usually come in with a few pages of notes. You got a half a page right here. And I believe those might be for later in the podcast the questions. Am I correct? Correct. Well, let's get right into it. First thing we're going to do, I think we've done this on a roundtable before, right, DG? I think so, yeah. If I recall correctly. Wasn't was it your buddy Drew on that pod? Yeah. My boy Drew. Boy Drew. Shout out Drew. Yeah. Gonna have to have him back on. Yeah, he's uh speaking of Drew real quick, he's down in Kentucky from now until next Wednesday hunting deer. He's on a deer hunting expedition down there. See, that blows my mind because Ohio hunting right now is off the charts. Yeah. We're in the middle of the rut. Well, we are right now as we record on Friday, November 13th. Next week when this comes out, the rut's going to be probably on the tail end. But he's in Kentucky? Yeah. Man, Ohio hunting is hot right now. I know. can't believe he's leaving the state. I know, but he's got a spot down there. He goes down there with some buddies. And uh, I forget how many tags you get down there this time of year, but uh, he's fixing to fill them all and then come back and fill his Ohio tags too. So, Hey, Drew, won't you uh, – Take care of your buddy over here and the your favorite podcast, the Sip and Serve <laughs> podcast. You know, I like hunting too. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't you be limited on on land? Like you can only hunt on your property or if you know somebody. Yeah. You can't just they might I don't know if they own it down there or what, but they they might lease it. I, I a lot I'm of people, sure he knows the guy yeah. who, who owns it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, first thing we're gonna do here is a little something we put together. I I went on a little Reddit deep dive. And I pulled three questions off of Reddit, and they're "Am I the asshole?" questions. So the first question here is, "Am I the asshole 
for hanging up a Christmas photo of my wife's ass. <laughs> hanging, now, hanging up where? Hanging up a Christmas photo of my wife's ass. I'm going to get into it. Here we go. Every Christmas, my family and I submit a photo to our pharmacy, who then make us a Christmas card photo we hang up on the fireplace. Pretty, pretty typical American family here. Well, my wife somehow messed that up last year and sent a picture of her ass. She was drunk when she did it, of course. I was fucking pissed to see that she wasted money on a laminated and framed picture of my wife's ass. I decided to hang the photo up anyways. My wife didn't notice that I hung it up and then a bunch of family came over. They all laughed their ass off. My wife was really embarrassed and pissed. She said, I'm such an asshole for doing that. And she's pissed at the kids since they were all in on it as well. I said, it's her fault for doing it. And this never would have happened if she submitted the, the right photo for the family photo for the fireplace. Am I the asshole for doing this? So they had family over. Yes. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's break this down, yeah. Gigi. When you when you hear that, what's your first thoughts? Well, my first thought, my first question is like, what type of a photo of an ass are we talking about? Was it was she have pants on or bare ass? I'm going to I'm <laughs> going to say this is probably a bare ass photo. Wow, maybe a photo of some she just wanted her husband to see off her phone, and she accidentally clicked the wrong one and sent it to the pharmacy, and they said. Well, here's your photo. We're going to frame it for you since you paid for it. <laughs> it's just, I'm picturing like a picture of a, a woman's bare ass. Like, like she almost like she's mooning the camera. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. That's what I would. And then like some holly and like a, a wreath at the bottom with some candy canes and it just says happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the pharmacy put the border on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Merry they, Christmas. They chopped it up for Merry Christmas from the Johnsons. Here's an ass. <laughs> I like that. If it's just the two of them in the house, because I think that's funny. Uh, it's like a funny inside type of joke. Um, but man, if she's got family coming over, like if her mom and dad's coming over, ee, that gets a little dicey. See, that's what happened. Yeah, I know. He had it hanging in the living room beside the tree, and mom and pops came over, and the kids, they all know it's there, but, and then the mom and dad see it, and then it's just a, it's a big old shindig now. Yeah, now it's, I mean, I don't, it probably depends on what kind of, what kind of senses of humor her, her parents have too. And like, that's how I think if, if we were there and we were the grandparents at that age, I think we would laugh about that. If, if you're a grandparent and you've seen that, Hanging on the, we call that. Yeah, I, I would definitely get a laugh out of it. But the first, the first question I would have is, what the hell is this? You know, you, I mean, you're, you're curious. I mean, I mean, what is this? How did this happen? You want to know the story right away. Is it is it framed or just like the pictures? It's the, it's framed. Uh, framed. It sounds like it's framed. They spent. She spent the money. It was supposed to be the family photo. They sent it in. And they wanted the pharmacy to frame it, you know, nice, put a border on it. It's a Christmas photo that they're going to send out to people. You know, sometimes you get a Christmas photo from family in the mail. A Merry Christmas from Christmas the rollers. Yeah. yeah, or like a postcard yes. type of yeah. picture. Yeah, and you people hang them up on their fridge, whatever. Family sends them to everybody. And instead of this year, they just got a picture of Sally's ass. Sally Johnson's ass. <laughs> Merry Christmas from Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Big old ass on the postcard. <laughs> the kids are somewhere in the back there. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the guy's a dick for actually putting it up, 
But if her family's coming over, eh, I might take it down for that couple of hours while they're at the house just to avoid any kind of like unnecessary confrontation. That's my only hang up on the whole thing. I think, I think it's funny. I think it's funnier now. Yeah. I love it. I would absolutely do it. This guy is not an asshole in my book. And But the thing, like like you said earlier, DG, they know. Like, I know I know my mother-in-law. I know my father-in-law. I know my sister-in-law. Say they came over, my brother-in-law, everybody. Their family came over and seen that. They're going to laugh. Yeah. They're they're absolutely going to laugh. Like, there's, but they're going to wonder why is it? Well, I mean, and I'll tell them the story. I'm like, oh, man, that's funny. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, if these people are pretty conservative, live a pretty conservative lifestyle and they're like, you know, family values and traditions and they're pretty stoic and they don't laugh about a whole lot, they're probably not going to find it very humorous. That's what I'm saying. And so if that was the situation, if I'm him, I'm going to take it down for a, a while and then put it back up when they leave. But, if her family's got that type of sense of humor, then yeah, leave it up. Give everybody a good laugh. What do you think, Troy? I I agree with DG over here that, uh, you know, it depends on the family coming over. Are they conservative? Are they, you know, hip enough to, you know, get a good laugh on, on that picture? Um, I think if, you know, like I said, if if we're at that age, I think we would – We'd laugh at that, or we'd snicker a little bit. You know, that's that's a good point. Um, I guess why did why did she get a picture of her bare ass? I mean, how did you? I mean, my wife's not going to do that. I mean, I I try to get bare ass photos, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I think it's tough to 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 get that. <laughs> so, I, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. You know, you know, maybe in our younger days, you might be able to get a photo like that from your girlfriend or your wife when you're younger. But nowadays, I mean, hell, we're over thirty years old. We're not, we're not getting no bare ass photos, whatever. But is he an asshole or is he an asshole? DG says no, somewhat, right? Yeah, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. What do you think? I mean, I'm kind of in the middle, but I guess I'll lean towards he's an asshole. He's an asshole. I'll lean okay. towards that. I mean, I'm not like full okay. fledged, but you know, he, you know, it, I take it. It's, you know, it's, it's got a, you know, holiday frame around yeah. it. It's for, is this just like a picture on the fridge or is this like on the mantle? They, they, they hang up, up above their fireplace. Yeah. It's framed. So, so that pushes me to more asshole. Maybe if it's just stuck on the fridge. Okay. Or something, but since it's kind of like, hey, this is dab spat or dab spat, right? No, yeah, in the middle of the living room. <laughs> I know what you're smack saying. Dab, smack, smack dab, 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 smack dab in the smack middle of the living dab. room. You're, oh, you, you think he's an asshole? <laughs> dab smack, dab baby. Smack. Dab smack above that fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, yeah, he's a little. So asshole. you got you guys are both in the middle. Troy's leaning towards the asshole side of things. I I kind of agree with you guys. If, but if I put this in my situation, I think it's funny because I know my family is going to get a kick out of it's it. It's going to be funny on some level, no matter what. I mean, if they if the parents walk in and they look at it and they're just like, "What the hell is that? <laughs> what is?" I mean, that's still going to be funny. And then you tell them the story, like, "Well, you know, I sent this in accidentally, and they yeah. went ahead and did it. They put this nice frame on it. I mean, whatever." 
I probably wouldn't hang it up year round. It'd be fun for it'd be fun for a few days, and then you'd take it down until your wife seen it. It'd be fun. So asshole or not, we're moving on. Next one. Am I the asshole for getting mad at my girlfriend for rearranging our house? My girlfriend, 26-year-old female of one year, moved in with me last month. I'm 33-year-old male. I've been having issues with her, constantly changing things in the house without talking about it first. I've come home from work to find artwork and other decorations replaced with my stuff just tossed in a box and shoved in the closet. Our kitchen completely rearranged, furniture moved, etc., I can be understanding here as long as it's discussed first. I tried sitting her down and explaining that this is this is for both of us. Neither of us have lived with each other before. I understand she wants to make this feel like her home as well, and I'm all for that. It is, after all, our home. I know there are changes she might want to make, changes I might want to make, or not want to make, But at the end of the day, we need to talk about it first and come to either a decision or compromise. She agreed, but she didn't seem happy about it. The point where I actually got mad yesterday. Without talking to me or even asking my input, she told me she went to the store and ordered a new living room set. I told her that's absolutely ridiculous. My living room set is only three years old and is in near perfect condition still. She told me that it was my living room set and she wanted us to have something new that she felt was our living room set i told her that's ridiculous and she's going too far we can't refurnish the entire house for no legitimate reason i told her to cancel the order or i'll take the day off work and refuse to deliver when they show up she told me i was being an asshole and not making her feel like she belonged here and that it was her house too Am I the asshole for not making it feel like her home, even though I'm willing to make changes as long as we discuss them? Absolutely not. He is absolutely not the asshole on this one. Totally. He is totally within his rights on this one. I mean, I get I get it that they're sharing a living space now, and she wants to kind of do some things and make it her own. I get that. But they need that 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 needs to be discussed. That the way she's going about it, where she's just shoving his shit in boxes and sticking it in the spare bedroom, that ain't the way to handle it. And I like that he is he's talked to her about that and said, hey, look, this is something we need to talk about. But no way. He's not, he's not the asshole at all for getting pissed about that. Let me give you an example. The house I'm living in currently, uh, my now wife, she moved in to this house when we were still dating. And I didn't have any decorations up. None. The only decoration I had in my living room, one day I went to the thrift store to buy some t-shirts across the road. And I was in the checkout line and I found this little ceramic buffalo sitting on this shelf. Okay. It was 50 cents. And I thought, something about that buffalo, I want to buy it. So I bought it and I put it on the mantle in my living room. I I know exactly where it is. It was my only decoration that I had. And I thought... To myself, something about the buffalo, I like it. This is going to become my buffalo room. I'm going to deck this room out in buffalo stuff. And so that's what I did. I just Little by little, I just started gathering little buffalo trinkets. Whenever I saw them in stores, I started sticking them up on the shelves and stuff. She moves in. 
she sees the buffaloes up there. She's like, what the hell is this with the buffaloes? So I explained it to her. You know, the thrift store, it spoke to me. I had to have it. And instead of her just saying the buffaloes are stupid and they're ugly and they don't fit this room at all and just shoving them in a box somewhere, she said, you know what? I get it. I get the buffalo thing. But let me help you find some better buffalo decor because what you got right now, it really just ain't floating my boat. So we went to Hobby Lobby and we found a really nice buffalo painting. We found a better buffalo little statuette that we bought and to replace the one I bought at the thrift store. It's still decked out in buffalo. She even bought buffalo hide pillows to put on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Son of a gun. So we met in the middle. That's yeah. my point. So it wasn't like she put like this. Piscot, I can't even say his name. Da Vinci, let's just say that. Picasso. Picasso? No. Picasso <laughs> paintings up there. No. She, she stayed with the buffalo thing. No, yeah. And she didn't paint, we didn't paint the whole room in like some color and we didn't get a new velvet couch. We didn't do, she didn't, she met me in the middle. She met me where I was at and I appreciate that. And that's what, it's, that's what this chick should have done. Like, she should have just kind of met him halfway. They should have compromised on it instead of her just completely bastardizing his house and making him feel emasculated. That's my take. He's not the asshole. I tell you what, I don't think we could have answered this any better, Troy. <laughs> he just went off. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, he, it's a hell of an answer. He snapped in that answer pretty quick. Real quick. Like, I mean, the whole time I was reading this thing, he's just like shaking his head down there, throwing his hand up like, oh my God, yes, this guy. What do you think, Troy? Yeah, he's he's not the asshole. Um, he, you know, you got to meet in the middle. I mean, their boyfriend and girlfriend, I mean, you didn't even say they were married. No, yet. not married. She just moved in. Yeah, so you can't just like, you know, he's been there for a little while. She moved in. It's like, you, you can't just start, you know, changing everything and you said he was she was taking his things down and putting them in boxes yeah so i mean i know they're not married but i'm i'm big financially like i mean why are we spending money on this like the furniture set yeah she 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 didn't feel like it was hers or theirs but she wants to get rid of the older furniture and he said it's 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 not even old yeah this furniture's fine and it's not their forever home type of thing. I mean, they're not even married. And that's that's what gets me. If they were married, you know, the, the woman can run you over a little bit, I suppose. Or even if they were dating for a significant amount of time. Or not not that. Even if, like, she had moved in and then a, a year went by. You know what I'm saying? But she just moved in. That's the other thing. Yeah, that's a big point. Well, let's let's say she's been living there for one year. Still got to talk I, about buying a new living room. Yeah, still got to discuss this. Stuff. I mean, shit. I mean, their money, their money's separate. I mean, I'd be pissed if you know, let's just say my wife went out and bought a whole new living room set. And I didn't even get to test out the couch. I mean, yeah. think about that. As a man, I I want to at least test the couch out or sit in the recliner before you buy it. What if you came down here in the studio here slash man cave? And it was rearranged, and the and the couch was gone, the futon was gone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna spark a fire up my ass I, real I, quick. I, I that's what I figured. This is my room. You can do whatever you want elsewhere, 
in the house. You can decorate it. You can paint it. Even though I still kind of, I mess with her a little bit and say she can't do this or that, but she does it anyway. And that's fine with me. And she makes stuff look great, but don't mess with my room. The sip and serve podcast studio. I'm going to decorate it the way I want to decorate. She's been wanting to paint this room forever. She's been wanting to paint it, paint it, paint the walls white. Absolutely not. Don't touch it. Oh, what if she just, what if she just said one day, you know what? It's a little much with the Kobe jerseys and the Lakers. How about we just take all that down and we'll, you know, paint a nice taupe, taupe color. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to think about it, DG. You just put a bad thought in my mind. Troy, what do you think? Is this is this guy's not the asshole? No, he's not. Okay. My thought about this, which I just I just kind of got into it. I agree, this guy is the asshole, but a little backstory about, you know, this house that I live in. Uh, I bought it from my parents, I don't know, five years ago. And my girlfriend at the time, I believe, actually, yeah, she's my girlfriend at the time. She moved in, whatever. We got engaged. And as soon as she moved in, she started doing some like renovations. Like she wanted to paint right away. She wanted to do this. She wanted to do that. We got new carpet downstairs, which it needed new carpet. Now I'm not going, I'm not going to lie. We completely flip flop this whole room around from where, you know, my parents owned it, but she painted the whole house. Looks great. She just redid the doors. Looks awesome. I mean, she's done so much to this house. I mean, it don't even look like, you know, the old house and I'm fine with all that, but I mean, she'll she'll tell you to this day, you guys know her. Every time she wants to do like a little project, I'm just like, why? Can't we just be done? You know, enough's enough. I mean, I, this house is beautiful. You've done it all. I mean, can we just stop? Nope. She just redid all the doors upstairs and they look phenomenal. They look great. I'm just like, dude, we really need that? But I'm glad she did because it looks way better. Yeah. She redid all the doors. They look way better. But like you said, down here in the sip and serve studio. No. This this room this room don't get touched. It's 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 the way I want it. It's the way it's gonna be. This is like a man cave slash studio. We hang out down here, we watch ball games. This is the atmosphere you want to hang in in that type of situation. Right. You got the boys down here eating pizza, drinking a few cold pops. I mean, you don't you don't want taupe walls with Reese hanging up. <laughs> No doubt. You want some Kobe jerseys and you want some, you know, figurines over here. You want everything. Yeah. So, anyways, this guy's a straight up asshole. Or the guy, or no, this guy is not the asshole. That's I was I about to say. No, no I, I answered that wrong. This guy is not the asshole. Okay. His, his girlfriend that just moved in is declared the asshole. I wonder, I wonder if there's any uh, female Sipping Squad members out there that would, would, uh, Refute our stance on this. If they are, send us an email yeah. at sipandservepod at well, that's, gmail.com that's at, or hit yeah. the hotline 740-720-3537. Troy is lathered up in moisturizing hand sanitizer right now. Hey, it's COVID season. Yeah. I'm not blaming you. You got to be uh, extra safe. safe. Next one. Would I be the asshole for asking my boyfriend to stop liking a specific woman's pictures. This is a good one. So, I'm 31 female. 
was scrolling through Discover page on Instagram when I came across this picture of a woman. I clicked on the pic and right under it showed my boyfriend, 33 male, had liked it. Typically, this would not be an issue at all, as I am not a very jealous person. I am also bisexual, so we actually share profiles and pics of other women, celebrities or models usually, we find attractive with each other frequently. However, when I went to this woman's profile to look at the other pics, I came to find out that she's not some celebrity or model, although I believe she's aspiring to be a model of some sort. But she has only around 1,000 followers and a couple of friends, and his sister followed this woman as well. Now here's where the issue is. I started scrolling through her pics, and he's liking almost every picture she posts, which is twice a day, sometimes very frequently. These are her aspiring model pictures, so many of them are booty pics slash pics in a swimsuit and other photos that are photographed to be provocative on Instagram. But as I'm scrolling, I'm noticing that he doesn't like any picture that she posts with a man in it. Any of the memes or quotes she posts, almost no pics she posts of landscapes and hardly any with her dogs he likes. He never misses liking a picture of her, though, when she's being provocative. It's literally about 98% of the pictures of herself that he likes. So I screenshot where it showed up in my Discover page, and I sent it to him saying, So I guess Instagram is showing me things in my Discover page that you like now. He responded saying, She's a friend from high school, but the conversation pretty much stopped there. Would I be the asshole for talking to him about this and asking him to stop liking her pictures so frequently? I don't need him to unfollow or stop completely liking everything. It's mainly just frequency of it that bothers me. This one's a little more complex. The social media who can a, get a sticky wicket can get the guys in some trouble. That's why Troy doesn't have Snapchat anymore. I never had Snapchat. Well, that's why. <laughs> So Instagram, let's let's just go down Instagram for a minute. Let's go down. Let's just go down the Instagram lane here. I mean, nowadays Instagram mostly. I mean, you got your friends and everybody on there, but they're not posting every day. So your Instagram can get boring if you don't follow the right people. So I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I follow models. I follow celebrities on Instagram. I mean, I follow NBA players. I follow NBA teams, but I also follow you know. So our models, you know, beautiful women on Instagram. I mean, I'm a guy. Okay. But I can proud. I mean, I'm not going to say I proudly say, but I don't like their photos. I mean, I don't like them. I just scroll past them. Oh, nice bathing suit. Moving on. Oh, shoot. That's a nice dress. Moving on. You know, I don't sit there and oh, like and comment like, Ooh, man, you're so beautiful. You're hot. You're sexy. I don't do that. I yeah. just look at him and move on. And these are that's a, that's a good point. Like, Why's the guy got to press like? Yeah, what what she's, what does that prove? She's got, let's just say, she's got three hundred thousand likes on her bikini photo. Same page. What the hell is your one like going to do for that? I mean, do you just feel like, oh man, she might she might see my name on there, inbox yeah. me, this, DM me. This gets my stamp of approval. Bam. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, that's that's my thought of it. I mean, just from my personal. You know, Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I follow some hot women on Instagram. So what? They're celebrities. They're well known. My wife don't give a shit. 
I don't give a shit who she follows, you know? Like, yeah. So she likes, she likes Mark Wahlberg's photo with his shirt off. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Like, it's cool. What is this? This woman that they're liking, is that, or this guy's liking, is, is it, are they famous? Is there any famous? That's guy? the problem. That's the problem with this one. See, we're talking about celebrities and famous models. This chick's only got a thousand followers. And that, she's she's posting swimsuit photos. That to me makes it worse. That's way worse. Yeah. See, and, I went I went, you know, I, I took it beyond that. She's local too. Went to high school together. Okay, yeah. So that's that's where the trouble comes into play. DG, I'm glad or Troy, I'm glad you brought that up. Because I kind of went after I went beyond that. But let's get back. Let's get back to this. He went to high school with her. She's got a thousand followers. She's an aspiring, or is that how you say it? Aspiring. Aspiring. Aspiring model. Yeah. Posting booty pics in swimsuits and, you know, whatever. And he's liking them. And, you know, his wife is getting kind of fed up with it. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on her side. I would kind of dig a little bit more into it if I was her. Me too. You That's know, where I'm at. You know, I wouldn't say I wouldn't have said anything. I don't think, but I, I would have did a little bit more investigation on my end, a little undercover cop action. I don't think I would have said something right away. I would have just kept kept an eye on it. Yeah. So when you said when the I think the question you asked was, would I be the asshole if I had a conversation with him about it and? Asked him to stop liking her photos, photos. so frequently. Okay. Frequently. It's okay if you like one. I mean, sure. whatever. Sure. But he, it sounds like he's liking every single one. Yeah. So, Friend I don't, I don't, from high school. Yeah, I don't think she she's not an asshole at all for wanting to have a conversation with him about it. I mean, what what does that hurt? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you got you got a thing for this this woman? Like, what's the deal? You know, like you're kind of you kind of seem fixated on her instagram profile um i don't know if asking him to stop liking her pictures is the way to go because that, that's not going to help anything yeah i think that's going to make it worse if the guy wants to like him and you're asking him to do something that he obviously wants to do the opposite you know like i, I don't i do but think it's worth talking about for it, sure it depends on their relationship i mean how that's a good point how good their relationship's going at that point i mean if it's rocky Troy, you are the love doctor tonight. I love that point. I mean, that's a, that's a great point. That is a great point. That is. It really is. But so, yeah, I mean, if you and your you and your wife are doing great and you guys are, you know, I mean, you guys are open, you guys talk to each other about things, I think it'd be, it'd be fine if he liked them. And she's like, oh, yeah, she looked good in that picture. A lot of girls ain't like that. Yeah. You know, a lot of girls, I mean, they see you like them. They're like, what'd you do that for? Have you been talking to her? Did yeah. you DM her? Did she DM you? Like, why are you liking that? But other ones would be like, shit, she looks good. Yeah, I would like that picture too. Maybe you know, she'll she'll like it. You know, I don't know. And and guys can sometimes be the same way. You know what I mean? Um, I just think like when relationships get into trouble when one side starts making assumptions about the other side instead of the instead of them just sitting down and talking talking through it like adults. You know what I mean? Like, hey. I see this is what's happening. Tell me how you're feeling about that. Like, what what's motivating that? Yeah, com- communicate. Just communicate, yeah. 
So I no to to answer the question no I don't think she would be the asshole for wanting to have a conversation with him about it. I don't believe she would be the asshole either if she did it the correct way. I'm just gonna put it like that. Good point. What do you think, Troy? Well put. So she's wanting to confront the boyfriend, husband, husband. Actually, no, boyfriend. This is a boyfriend, not a husband. I'm sorry. Okay, either way, it don't matter. She's wanting to confront him about the situation. It, it hurts her. It's a concern for her. I mean, it, she wants to talk about it. So am I, the question is, is is she the asshole? For wanting to talk to him about it. No, no, not at all. She, I'm a big communicator in the relationship. So I, I think they should always be open, whatever the situation is. I mean, it, you know, it could be anything. No, I agree. I mean, the way you're answering these questions really surprised me. I'm going to just call, start calling you Troy the Love Doctor. Hey, I'm just sitting down here like thinking in my head, like, we need to make a new segment for the podcast, Love Chats with Troy, where we just have people call in. Call in and let Troy give you advice. Let Troy give you the skinny. Last one, real quick, guys. Am I the asshole for pointing out my girlfriend's disgusting habit? So this argument literally just happened. My girlfriend has a really bad habit of leaving her used dental floss all over the place, which I personally find really disgusting. This morning, as we're sitting down to breakfast, I noticed several pieces of used dental floss on the kitchen table when I'm sitting right there at the table with my girlfriend. I pointed out. I tell her, I think it's pretty disgusting to leave used dental floss on the table where we eat and she should put it in the bin in the future. My girlfriend freaked out and started screaming at me. She started shouting about the disgusting things I do, like how last night, last night's coffee mugs hadn't been washed or how she occasionally finds piss on the toilet seat. The thing for me is, is though, she also points those things out anyway. She tells me if I've, if I've got piss on the toilet seat without noticing, I have to clean it up. She t- Sorry, did I say that right? She, yeah. she tells me if I've gotten piss on the toilet seat without noticing, and I go to clean it up. She tells me if I've gotten forgotten to wash some dishes and I go clean them up. Sorry, and then this guy this guy can't put a sentence together. He's I got co- some run on. I, I I copy and pasted this people. Keep, keep plugging. But now she's acting like I'm a monster for telling her not to leave her used dental floss around the house. So am I the asshole for pointing out her disgusting habit the same way she always points out mine? So basically, this chick is leaving dental floss all over the place around the house, and she's getting mad at this guy. Like her comeback is, "Well, you don't wash your coffee mugs, and you piss on the toilet seat, and you don't wipe it off." That's her comeback. As a man, I always do my dishes after I'm done, usually, and you know my wife can attest to that. I usually, as soon as I'm done, I do my dishes and I put them up. I never leave anything in the sink. If you come into my house, there's nothing in the sink ever. Good for you. And I don't. I tried to. You need a medal for that. I mean, that. I don't have a dishwasher. So they're going to build up. Oh, okay. So all I do, I do my dishes right when I'm done. So you can't hide them in the dishwasher. No, no, no. There's no hiding in this house. And then he's pissing on the toilet seat, which, I mean, that's kind of an asshole move. I usually wipe that up. But just, just put the toilet seat up. Why isn't this guy putting the toilet seat up when he's pissing? I think it might be. Did 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 it say he was pissing on the toilet seat, or just? 
Or uh-huh. occasionally finds piss on the toilet seat. Yeah. I don't like that. I mean that that's yeah, just that, that's, that's, that's pure that's, laziness. That's a quick fix. That's yeah, just, just wipe it up. Yeah, I do it all the time. I'm with her on that one. Yeah, I am too. But now let's get to the let's get to his. Am I am I the asshole for pointing out my girlfriend's disgusting habit? You can't leave used dental floss all over the house on the kitchen table. That's you just not, can't. Do that's it. not normal and it's not healthy. It's just it's just not good. It's it's common courtesy not to leave stuff like that just laying out. You know what I mean? I, I agree. I mean, usually, I mean, what kind of person? That's quite reasonable. What kind, I mean, I don't know. There might be people out there, but usually when I use dental floss, I'm in the bathroom. I just throw it right in the trash. Sure. Well, that, I don't, I mean, sometimes I walk around the house with a flosser, but when I'm done, I don't just leave it on a table. I yeah. put it in the trash can. Yeah. And let me get back to that. We, I need to start putting a trash can in my bathroom because- Dude, you oh wait, low. Here's the problem. You ain't got a trash can in your bathroom. No, we don't at this point. What the hell, Troy? So it just builds up on the counter. I feel. <laughs> I feel like every American's got a trash can in their bathroom. What the hell are we doing over well, there? We, we used to in the Pierce household. We used to, but not since we moved in this house. We haven't got one. I tell you what, you need to take your ass over there to Lowe's and get you one tomorrow. But every time I'm, I'm like every morning, you know, my wife. Goes to work. I'm working from home, so I'm I'm picking up used Q-tips laying on the counter. Oh, oh shit! Now that that uh, <laughs> you gotta have a trash can, Troy. Yeah. Hey, Troy, you gotta have a trash can. You need to make it instead I, of instead of fixing away. your yard in the morning. Take your ass down to Lowe's and get you a ten dollar trash can. All you need is a little one, and we can about put that it, size right beside us. We're throwing our empties in. That's all you can, need. We can put it underneath the cabinet. Like there you go. Yeah. Just open up the cabinet. It's out and put of sight. Yeah, out we, of sight. Out of mind. I don't know why we haven't bought one for in there, but how long you been living there? About a year with no trash can in the bathroom. <laughs> That's a long time, wow. bub. Wow. Well, I mean, I just I just take everything in the kitchen. I mean, I, I mean, I know I know you you guys are. I mean, you guys are clean. I'm not calling you dirty. I'm just saying, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have a trash can in the bathroom because I throw a lot of stuff in there. So do I. I bet we enter, we empty out our bathroom trash can probably twice a week. Yeah, I mean, but the, the thing is, all you need is a bathroom trash can is one enough to put a grocery bag in. Sure. That's what we use. You actually. don't need a, I'm, I, mean, I, I might have ever done it with pointing at the trash can or putting our empties in, but... All you need is one to put a grocery bag in. Yep. Just use your grocery bags. And just think, it's that time of the month type of thing. Yeah, I mean, you don't, oh, you're do not you not supposed to flush them things. Just wrap them in a towel, throw them in there. Yeah. So I don't know why you had to bring that up. But, I mean, you're right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm hauling that into the kitchen trash can. <laughs> oh, shit, I ain't doing that. You're a man for doing that. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not the asshole for that. Ooh. <laughs> So, is she the asshole? <laughs> That's the question. I'm not saying that. I don't want my ass kicked. But anyway, I think I don't think this guy's the asshole for telling her, "Hey, let's clean up the floss off the kitchen table." I really don't. I don't either. What do you think, Troy? Yeah, he. Yeah, not the asshole. Yeah, not the asshole. I would. I tell you what, and it's not possible. I. I whatever. But I would be interested to get her side of the story. I would be too. Yeah, it's hard, you know. When you read these uh, these Reddit ads are not ads, but these Reddit posts, and you only get one side of the story. Right. It'd we, be we awesome. can only go off of what we got. Yeah, it'd be awesome if you seen the wife on there, and she's like, "Hey, by the way, I'm his wife, and he's pissing all over the floor when he's drunk, and he's pissing all over the house. Like he's just." <laughs> and I left. I left dental floss on the kitchen table one time, and this guy's just whipping this thing around the bathroom. <laughs> 
Can't hit the toilet for nothing. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. Corey with K. Let's move on. I think we got a voicemail. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Hey, guys. It's Emma. I was wondering if you guys poop in the morning before you leave for work or in the afternoon when you get home from work. She say poop? <laughs> she said, do you poop in the morning before you go to work or in the afternoon when you get home from work? So, I mean, you want me to be honest with you, I poop anytime I got to poop. What if, like in the mornings, what if you're, you got to get out the door. Like, you got to hit the road. That's where people screw up. I wake up early enough to where I wake up about 45 minutes before I have to leave. I'm showering, packing my lunch, I'm eating my breakfast, and I'm also throwing a chew in. I'm sitting on the couch before I go. I'm doing all that in 45 minutes. So if I got to poop before that, Usually when I throw the dip in after I brush my teeth and, you know, eat my breakfast, sometimes I got to poop. I don't know if the poop, the dip makes me poop. Don't know. A lot of people say it does. It, get, it, get, it gets it going. But, some yeah, I mean, there's a lot of times I poop before I leave for work. But there's a lot of times I don't. But, I mean, if, if I'm at work and I got to – and I'm not going to – I'm not going to hold it. I'm just going straight to the bathroom. I'm going to let the son of a gun go. I mean, 100%. You ever been late for work because of one? Never. I'm never, ever, ever in my life, I've never been late to work one time, ever. Not once. That's impressive. Not once. And I take pride in that. If I got got a job and they expect me me to be there at the right time, I'm going to be there at the right time. There's no ifs, buts about it. Now, there's sometimes, like if you got a flat tire, you got car trouble, that can happen. It's never happened to me. Thank God. Cross my fingers. Don't want that to happen. Knock on wood. But I'm always at work on time. No doubt about it. But to answer the question, I'll take a shit anywhere, anytime. If I got to poop, I got to poop. So you're not on any kind of regular schedule? No. Would I prefer to take one before I leave the house to go to work? Absolutely. Yeah. But it don't always happen that way. And a lot of times, you know, I mean, she asked the question, so I'm going to get into it. You can tell if you're dropping a log or if you're, you got a little something different going on in there. You can tell when you're percolating. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a difference in the feeling. You can hold a log, but if you, if you got, you got more, uh, you got more of a runny something coming out, that's, that's got to come out now. More of a liquid situation. Yeah. It's, it's got to go come out now. Sure. So. But answer your question, I'll poop any time of the day. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to kind of echo that a little bit. I'm not in, on any kind of regular schedule. Um, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. But I tell you, I find myself going about 1, 2 in the afternoon right there at work, unless something pressing is happening, you know, something that, requires my immediate attention then I can you know I can hold off until later but if nothing like that's happening one two in the afternoon is like prime time for me 
What about you, Troy? Um, my body, my body wants to take a shit in the morning. Um, now that depends on if I'm, if I'm wanting to do that type of thing. Like if I get up soon enough at home, you know, I get a cup of coffee and take a shower and stuff like that. Coffee easy now. Coffee does it to you. Yeah. So if I, if I'm at home and I get up soon enough, I'll be able to you know, release it then. But if I got to, if I got to go to work in the office type of thing, it's like, you know, I kind of tell myself, well, how many males are in the office? You know, how many people are, could be in there shitting? Cause I don't want a roommate next to me in the next stall. You, you're not playing bow shits. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no, I want my own stall. It, hell, I've even shit in the in the like director's office. He's got his like private shower and shitter. So you just walk in there like, hey, he's not here today. Bam, shit in your yeah. toilet. Yeah, I like that. So you're finding the, you're finding the right place to shit. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm kind of like okay. When do I go type of thing? And I always take, I got like this poopery, poopery spray. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got it in the Sip and Serve podcast studio bathroom. Yeah, I, I packed that in my laptop laptop bag. <laughs> Black talk. <laughs> <laughs> and when I go in the shitter, I put it in my pocket and we, you know. I, so just make sure your, your director don't know that you're shitting in his toilet. I absolutely, I like that. Does, so, he, does he know when you use it? He's never there. And I've only done it once or twice over there, but <laughs> usually I'll just use the closest one to my office. So it doesn't make like a like a scene or something. So I'll just use the public restroom and you know, I'll I'll do my poopery spray type of thing. And you so know, you're you also you're using poopery in the public restroom? Yeah. I and, think that's a waste. Because if I'm going to a public restroom, I mean it's 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 a it's like a hardcore match in WWE. They're smell like shit. everything <laughs> is on the table at this point. I'm not wasting poopery on a public bathroom. There ain't no way in hell. I'm I'm if I have to, I'll light this son of a bitch up. No, I'll I'll even courtesy flush after. Oh, uh, see so you're you what know. a guy. And what then a guy. I'll and then I'll spray again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now you see now you see you're the type of guy that if I was taking a shit in a public bathroom. I'd want to sit beside. If you're yeah. courtesy flushing and you're spraying every every time you drop one, I mean that that's just a nice all around guy well, there. That's just courtesy. And I also take my coffee in there too. Uh, <laughs> that's a little too far. <laughs> you ever give guys next next all over a pep talk? No, see, I don't go. I mean, if someone's shitting in there, I don't shit. Like <laughs> you're waiting until he's done. If I walk in the bathroom and the door's shut, and there's there's multiple stalls. Yeah. If somebody's in a stall, I'll just walk out. You know what? I you know what? You know what? I I can't necessarily disagree with you on that, Troy. I'm I'm kind of uncomfortable about shitting beside people, but man, I tell you what, there's been a few times where I just can't. You know, you know your body well enough to where I hope there's no one in here because I'm blowing this up. Like I'm going in here and I'm letting loose on this toilet, and I don't care if there's a hundred people in here. Yeah, get out of my way. 
slam the door. You barely get your pants down because you're clenching so hard, and you sit down, and it's done. Bam, right there. <laughs> Gone. I mean, I, I probably rattled on way too long on that question, but... No, I, I enjoyed it. I'm more of a, a morning. Morning? Okay. All right, so there we go, Em. I'm, I'm glad we answered your question here on the Sip and Serve podcast. Keep them coming, people. 740-720-3537. Let's move on to our new segment. All right, so we're going to introduce a brand new segment here, and we're going to call it the Sip and Serve Name That Tune Karaoke. So basically what we did, I asked DG and Troy and myself, we each brought in three different verses from three different songs. So these are just one verse from one song, three different songs. And what we're going to do is we we randomly selected who gets what verse. No one knows what they have right now. It's, it's a random pick. We haven't even looked at them. So our producer, Corey with a K, on the ones and twos over here. We got a TV in the Sip and Serve podcast studio. DG's going to go first. Troy's going second and i'm going third is that what we're going to do dg that's fine okay actually i think we wanted troy to go third yeah that's okay i'm going to go second dg myself then troy the order don't matter basically Corey the k is going to pull up the verse we're all going to see it it's got the lyrics of that verse in writing in writing on the tv screen that person who owns that verse for the night is going to study it for about 30 seconds Corey with a K or myself will have a timer. Once the 30 seconds is up, they're going to try to sing this verse without any background, any background music, no beats, no nothing. This is just going to be them and a microphone trying to sing this verse. And we're going to give them time. That 30 seconds, they've got to try to figure out what this song is. What the, what's the beat to this song? They got to try to get on point in 30 seconds. And if they don't, it might be a disaster, but it's going to be fun here in hell. <laughs> Yeah, DG, what do you think about this new segment? Uh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fun. Um, I like this idea. Get getting kind of musical with things. You know, this is something we haven't done on the show before, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Troy, are you nervous? You look nervous. Yeah, I'm a little bit scared. I was never a good singer in my day. <laughs> Me and DG, you know, we karaoke one time down there in Indianapolis. I think it was on my bachelor party. Howl at the moon. Or actually, was it? No, it wasn't How at the Moon. It was the, uh, it was Uncle Buck's bachelor party, and we sang California Love, and we were up there at the, wasn't it like the, it was like the, the sign had like a monkey on it with two mugs of beer, I felt mm. like. I know, what, I know what he's talking about. I do too. I just can't think What's of the How name. at the Moon? What am I thinking? How at the Moon's the piano bar. But it was something saloon. Yeah. Uh, I, I forget what it is. Anyway. It was karaoke bar down in Indianapolis. Anyway, we, we like karaoke, but we're not very good, so you guys are about to hear us. DG is going first. Corey with a K is about to put the first verse on the TV screen. DG, are you ready? Let's roll. Corey with a K, go ahead. Troy, do you have any idea what this song is? I have no 
idea. <laughs> I didn't either. Everybody's silent here in the Sydney Service Studio. This was one of my verses. DG, you've got five seconds to get ready to start singing. <laughs> or, or at least you just got to read it. Oh, he's singing it. He's not reading shit. Are you ready? Can you, can you make that bigger at all? Is that possible? Yeah. He can scroll down with you. That, that's good right there. All right, here we go. In three, <laughs> two, one. Yeah, and I've set up and turned out this state with my own two hands. We traveled this land packed tight with many vans and all this for the fans, girls, money, and fame. I play their game and then they scream my name. I will show no shame. I live and die for this. If I come off soft, then chew on this. Are you scared? Devil without cause and I'm back with the beaver hat and Ben Davis slacks. 30 pack of strobes, 30 pack of hoes, no Rogaine in the propane flows. Chosen one, I'm the living proof, with the gift of gab from the city of truth. I jabbed and stabbed and knocked critics back, and I did not stutter. When I said that I'm going platinum, selling rhymes, I went platinum seven times, and still, they little... Want to see us fry, I guess because of only God knows why, 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 why. <laughs> I know it's Kid Rock. That's a little man. Kid Rock. I know it's Kid Rock, but I don't know the song. American Devil. Badass. Okay. Yeah, but you, you did it way better than I could, bro. <laughs> American Badass, Kid Rock. DG, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. I mean, I tried to, I, I could tell at the beginning, like after the first few lines, I knew it was Kid Rock. So I tried to do it in like that Kid Rock style. Yeah. But I had no idea what the beat was, what the <laughs> tempo was at all. Okay. I, I didn't even know it was Kid Rock. I mean, I, I would have been stumped on this one. Yeah. That one was. You would have fallen out of your seat if I would have taken this one. <laughs> Kid, well, <laughs> we might fall out of our seat when you do these ones you got coming up. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one thing we can prove on here, gentlemen, is the silence there. And when DG was studying, we, we got to have a little bit more conversation about the song on the board. Yeah. But, I mean, it's our first time, you know. So whenever I'm reading this, yeah, yeah. DG, you might give him a little background because these are yours. This is not on the TV because yeah. DG I printed I his, these out and yeah. printed them up. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you might, you might give him a little bit of a background. You don't know which one I have here, but... Okay. You now know. Yeah. So, Rolski's going to know this one within the first line or two lines. I mean, he's looking at it. He knows. I haven't seen it yet. I'm about to set the timer for 30 seconds. I mean, you're going to kill it. All right. Timer is set. I am now studying. Because I've seen Rolski get down to this song many a time. And... uh (laughs) He just starts laughing. I mean, he's already bobbing his head. He's already got the beat. Look at him down there. He's shaking his head. He knows what it is. But I don't know if he's always saying the right lyrics to it. Because when I when I typed the lyrics up, I was kind of surprised at some of them. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't. This this is gonna be hard. Because usually I'm pretty drunk and yeah. I'm just slurred words. It's a go time. All right. Is it go time? Yep. All right. Count me down. You're good. Yeah, I'm count me down. Three, two. two. One. Love is like a bomb, baby, come get it on. Living lover like a radar phone. Looking like a tramp, like a video bam. Demolition woman, can I be your man, man? Dun, dun, 
boom, boom. Razzle and dazzle, a flash of little light. Television lover, baby, go all night. Sometime, anytime, sugar me sweet. Little miss in the sip, baby, sugar me, oh yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Take a bite, oh. Shake it up. Break the bubble. Break it up. Pour some sugar on me. In the name of love, pour some sugar on me. Come on, fire me up. Pour some sugar on me. Can't get enough. I'm hot, sticky, sweet from my head. To my, to my feet, yeah. Yeah, you killed it, man. That was good. You got a little off beat there at, at, yeah. a, at one point. Dude, but. I mean, yeah, I'm a little off beat, but that's... I, now, listen. You hit every note. Now, listen. Every... Now, note. listen. This is hard to do. That sounded terrible, I'm sure. But listen, that song right there is a wedding banger at about 11.30 p.m. and the freaking reception shuts down at midnight. That's one of the last songs you play when everybody is trashed on the dance floor and you're out there just mumbling the words. And everybody, but everybody on the dance floor is just wailing to it. And everybody's probably singing the wrong words. Oh, absolutely. The same wrong words. Like, I knew what song that was, but I had no idea that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I was when I, when I looked at the lyrics. Yeah. So anybody out there laughing at me like, good God, that was terrible. Yeah. Let's see. You try to sing the lyrics without any background music. And reading them at the same time. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's hard. Yeah. So who's who's that? Who's the singer? That's Def Leppard. Okay. That's right. All right. Corey with the K. Can you pull up Troy's first one? I'm about to set the clock. Yeah. Whenever you're ready, go ahead and pull it up. It's up. All right, Troy, go ahead and study that one. DG, when you see this, me I mean, I know you already know what song it is. Yeah. So, what year was this? <laughs> early 90s? Yeah, I was, uh, this early 90s, yeah. It was a, I mean, this song gets played at, still at weddings, still at high school dances, I believe, probably. This had to be a, this had to be a top five, at least. Maybe a number one. At, at one, some point. At one point, yeah. At some point, it was a number one. Troy, you got five seconds. You good to go? I think you know what song this is, right? Yeah, but I don't know if I can hit the beat like it's a rap well here we go count him down Corey. three two one all right stop collaborate and listen ice is back with my brand new invention something grabs a hold of me tightly flow like a harpoon daily and nightly will never stop you i don't know turn off the lights and i'll glow to the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal, light up a stage, wax like a chump, like a candle, dance. Go rush the speaker like booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom, deadly. When I play a dope medley, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bullseye. The kid don't play. If there was a problem, y'all solve it. Check out the hook with, while my DJ resolves it. <laughs> that was that. That was he overachieved on that. Surprisingly good. Yeah, that surprisingly was surprisingly good. That was okay. Troy, now here's the question: Do you know what song this is now? Uh, Ice Ice Baby. There you go. See, you know That's the art. You know the artist. Uh, Wahlberg's in that group. No, it's a one person. No. Ice Ice Baby is is that's the song? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, vanilla I come on. Ice. Vanilla eyes. Vanilla. Vanilla eyes. Rob Van Winkle, man. That was pretty good. Troy, yeah. I mean, I'll give you props on that. You did a lot better than what I thought you were going to do. That was good, yeah. That was impressive. Okay. DG, second verse. You ready? Let's go. I'm about to set the timer. Corey K is about to pull it up. Go ahead and go. Study it. Troy, you recognize that song? This is probably an early 2000s song. Very popular. Yeah, this, is a good one. this is one of my favorite. I, I recognize this one pretty cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's one of the most popular songs of yeah. this guy's I'm good. career, Let's go. actually. No. Oh, he says he's good. I don't know. I don't know this. I mean, it must be another rap song. Yeah, it, is, it, it is. It is. All right. It's, I mean, it's not really rap, but go ahead. I mean, when you got Hoopty in there, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. DG, you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? If I didn't smell so good, would you still hug me? If I got locked up and sentenced to a quarter century, could I count on you to be there to support me mentally? If I went back to a hoopty from a Benz, would you poof and disappear? Like some of my friends, if I was hit and I was hurt, would you be by my side? If it was time to put in work, would you be down to ride? I'm asking questions to find out how you feel inside. If I ain't rap because I flip burgers in Burger King, would you be ashamed to tell your friends you're feeling me? In the bed, if I use my tongue, would you like that? If I wrote you a love letter, would you write back? Now we can have a little drink, you know, a nightcap, and we can go do what you like. I know you like that, like that, girl. Do <laughs> you love me now? Oh, you know love if, me I was if I was down, down and out, would, would you, you still have love for me, me girl? That's a good one. 50 Cent, 21 Questions, Troy. You didn't recognize that song? That's a good one. I, I guess I'm just not a big rap. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it is. I guess you could call it a rap song, but it's it's one of his slower songs, I guess. But if if 50 Cent had like a top 10 hits list, that's on it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Easily. That's Easily. One that was that's on, far that was on get, get Rich and Die Trying, right? Yeah, that was his best album. I had that one back in the day. I'm just glad I, I didn't get that one. Cause... Was it on Get Rich? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. 50 Cent featuring Nate Dogg. <laughs> Was it Nate Dogg? I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, I'm I'm next. I'm next here. But I I liked how you you DG kind of continued off the charts. Like he he finished that from the actual lyrics. Like I thought. I I mean I give you. Props for that. I mean, he he kept it going. Yeah. No, he he. As soon as he, I probably know that song word for word. I was about to say he shook his head like, "Oh man, this is so easy." So I got my second song here. I haven't looked at it yet. It's on paper. I'm about to start it. DG can explain to Troy and Corey K what I got here. Timer starts now. Man, so this this one is like a Clay Rolski summer anthem. He only needs five seconds. He's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. This this is his easiest of the three by far. We ready to roll? Yep. It's let a me, softball. Let me count you down. Yeah. Three, two, one. Yeah, when I first saw that bikini top on her, she was popping right out of the South Georgia water. Thought, oh, good Lord, she had them long tan legs. Couldn't help myself, so I walked up and said, Baby, you a song. You make me want to roll my windows down. <laughs> And cruise down a back road, blowing stop signs through the middle of a little 
Oh shit, fuck that up. Farm Town with you. <laughs> Remix. this brand new Chevy with the lift kit. Would look a hell of a lot better with you up in it. So baby, you a song. You make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. <laughs> Man, dude, I looked at this and I said, is that Florida Georgia? Yeah, it is. And I looked at this and I said, man, I'm going to hit this hard. It is so hard to do without music in the background. (laughs) And it's hard when you're you're reading. You're trying to read it. Yeah. You you like you could almost do better if you just did it from memory. Uh Yeah. I mean, well, even if even if we had the song beat in the background. And it was, you know, just just the beat. You could read this and get on beat and go. But good God, man, reading the lyrics. I mean, that's a great one, but it was a lot harder than what I thought. I looked at it, I'm like, oh, shit, this is Cruise. For George Line, I sing this all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. I oh, love yeah. this song. Oh, yeah. So much harder than what it looks. Well, at least we got Troy coming up next, and I know these last two Troy's got's going to be a hell of on him. So I, I just, I can't wait to hear this. Troy, are, are you ready? <laughs> That didn't sound good. <laughs> All right, here we go. I just Troy. saw. I just saw the first line. This is this is a tough one, dude. Yeah. Especially if you don't. That's know a it. that's a lot. But if you know it, I mean, it it'll roll off the tongue. It'll roll off the tongue. Well, I thought Cruz would roll off the tongue too, yeah. but it really didn't. This one would almost be easier if you didn't look at the lyrics. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think he's, he might not know he's got any idea. <laughs> he knows what it is. I mean, I think, my I God. Think, yeah. He's heard this song a thousand times. This is back spring dance, eighth grade spring dance days, man. I mean, and also, if you listen to the Rolski exclusive, this was in my top five wedding songs of all time, yeah. along with Pour Some Sugar On Me. Okay. This was on there. You got it yet? Troy. We're at 45 <laughs> seconds. I'm giving you a little bit more here. He's scaring me Let's a count him down. I don't, Silence. Man, I don't know. Let's count him down. <laughs> Our listeners are going to know exactly what it is. Ready? <laughs> Here we go, Troy. I'll, I'll give you hey, a count. Remember, back off the mic a little bit. Here we go. Three, Let's roll. two, one. So your girlfriend rolls a Honda playing workout tapes by Fonda, but Fonda ain't got a motor in the back, <laughs> back of her Honda. My anaconda don't want none. Unless you got buns, huh? You can do <laughs> side bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that butt. Some brothers want to play that hard, bro, and tell you that that butt ain't gold. So they toss it and leave it. And I pull up quick to retrieve it. So Cosmo says you're fat. Well, I ain't down to that because your waist is small and your curves are kicking. And I'm thinking about sticking to the bean pole, dams in the magazines. You ain't missed thing. Give me sister. I can't resist. <laughs> resist her. Red beans and rice didn't miss her. Some knucklehead tried to this because his girls aren't on my list. He had game, but he but he chose to hit him. And I pull up quick to get him. So ladies, if your butt is round and you want a triple X, throw down. Dial one nine hundred mixed a lot and kick them nasty thugs. Baby got back. Oh, that was good. <laughs> you didn't know what song that was? I mean, Baby got I'm- back. Yeah, I like big butts, butts and I cannot, cannot lie. lie. But you other bros can't deny. I mean, when I, a girl walks in with the itty bitty waist, that round thing in your face, you get sprung. But you, you didn't pull up, jump because you know that butt was stuff. You didn't give me that part though. Yeah, I, so I it, gave you a little. I gave it a little back, but yeah, but I, it it confused me. I mean, I knew Sir Mix a lot. Baby yeah. got back, but yeah. I didn't get that part. So okay. I didn't see that part of the. Yeah, list. that's why I gave you a hard one. 
Yeah, I mean, I str- I don't even know if I. Hey, I think close. I think you sounded better than my cruise one. Yeah. That was halfway decent. Man. That was halfway decent. My cruise one might be the worst of all night, and that was the easiest song for me. I just couldn't get on beat. But okay, here we go. DG, you threw me off with the cruise. Now I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be easy. I, you I were smiling down there. Yeah, like I couldn't find the beat. It's hard when you're reading. It's hard when you're reading. It. I know. All I the know. listeners out there are probably laughing, like, "Oh man, we know all these songs." But sipping squad, let me tell you, get your ass in front of the microphone with no beat behind you and see what you can do. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. DG, you ready? Yeah. Throw it up there, Corey. With the K. Hmm. Don't, I don't know. I don't know this one. There's not a lot of lyrics here either. No, it's it's a shorter verse here, but this is gonna go. This is gonna go back to probably early two thousands once again, and this is this is a big towards the end. There's there might be a lyric towards the end that he might be. I able know to, the song, yes, but he, I don't know the I don't know what note to bring it in on. Okay, now you're in trouble because your oh, time's up. Man. Count him down, Corey. Three. Two, oh, damn, one. This is bad. Sending pages I ain't supposed to. Got somebody here, but I want you. Cause the feeling ain't the same. Find myself calling your name. Ladies, tell me, do you understand? <laughs> now all my fellas, do you feel my pain? It's the way I feel. I know I made a mistake. Now it's too late. I know she ain't coming back. What I gotta do now to get my shorty back? Oh, 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 oh. Man, I don't know what I'm gonna do without my boo. You've been gone for too long. It's been... 50, 11 days, umpteen hours. I'ma burn until you return. That's the only, the last yeah, two lines was the only part I knew. I was about to say it. I mean, the last few lines might give it away, but go ahead and say what it is. It's Usher. Burn. 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 Yeah. Classic R&B song. Usher was a bad man back in the day. Early 2000s, Usher was a bad man. I was just in the gym this morning doing a morning workout and, uh, yeah, was bumping. Oh, my God. I think I mentioned that in my exclusive as well. That's a hell of a dance slash wedding song as well. I always get pumped up when Usher Yeah comes on. Yeah. But, uh, no, I feel like you did pretty good there. You said this is going to be bad, but, dude, you killed that. Like, I mean, you. I feel like you're a great karaoke singer. I really do. I mean, there's no music behind this at all, and you're doing very well. I was completely fabricating the melody as I was singing it. I have no idea. I agree with, with except for the last two lines, and I butchered. I can go ahead and say me and Troy are pretty bad at karaoke. Yeah, what do you say, Troy? You you are. I mean, like when we go to a bar or something, you you can you can hit it. I like, got a you like, got, I got a niche. I got the soul of a like a rock, a rock singer. I just wish I had some ability, but I don't. <laughs> okay, DG. So you already know what this song is. Yeah. So go ahead and try to explain that. Okay, so this was a. Uh, I'm gonna go set my timer at 30, and I'm gonna look at this. This was a. This was a straight anthem. Me and, oh, me and Rolski. <laughs> this is gonna be so hard. Me and Rolski would play this in the car. I on know, the but way it's, to school. It's, it's so hard. I know. On the way home from school. I can't believe you'd do this to me. It's one verse, <laughs> but it's a lot. There's yeah. A, there's a lot of. There's lyrics. a lot going it's on here. Page. Yeah, it's a lot. I. You know, the next time we do this. 
I'm really going to mess you up That's, with this. Hey, bring because it, Because I, I gave you easy shit tonight. I gave Troy the hard stuff. Next time, <laughs> I'm giving you some shit. Bring because it. you are absolutely killing me with these. Yes, I know these songs, but... I thought these would be easy for you, man. Yeah. I was I was Before we started this segment, I was down here worried, like, this is not even going to be a contest for him. He's not even going to struggle Yeah, but all. here's the thing. Yeah, I know the words to the songs when the beat's behind it. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting here spitting 17 lines of riffraff right now. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Okay. So, sipping squad, get ready for this one. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Just, just hey, I feel like this is going to get, e- it's going to be easier for you to ride the beat on this one than Cruise. one. Yeah, yeah, I agree with this. Yeah. I think this one might be a little bit easier, but we'll find out. Cruise was hard to find that beat. Yeah. But this one. So, we we went from country, and I'm thinking this is This rap. is way far from country, my friend. Oh, yeah. This is early 90s rap. All right. Okay. I'm Three. ready. Count me down. Three. Two, one. One, two, three, and two. The foe, Snoop Doggy Dog, and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together. Now you know you in trouble. Cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too locked out, G's going crazy. Death Row was the label that pays me. Unfadeable, so please don't try to fake this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is the perfected, so I'ma let them understand. From a young G's perspective. Up. And before me dig out a bitch, I want to find a contraceptive. You never know, she be earning a man, learning a man at the same time, burning a man. Now what's she burning? I'ma chill for a minute, cause ain't no loving good enough to get burned while I'm all up in it. And that's realer than a real deal, holy field. And now you hookers and hoes know how I feel. Well, if it's good enough to get broke up, a proper chunk, I'll take a small piece of some of that funky stuff. It's like this and like that and this and uh it's like that and like this and like that and uh it's like this and like that and like this and uh Drake Creek to the mic like a vandal yeah you hit that out of the park that was real good okay damn so what threw me off yes I know the lyrics to this song and yes it's probably in the top five my rap songs of all time it's a little censored yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little censored. <laughs> I, and had to, I had to edit it. Yeah, a no, bit. no, 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 that's good. We need to edit it for the podcast. But it threw me like you're, you're trying to sing the song and you notice the edits. You're like, oh, that didn't sound right. And yeah. in your mind, you're like, whoa, well, you just get back on beat here. But anyway, yes, I felt like that might have been my best one of the night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I okay. Agree. You, you settled into a groove on that one. Yeah. I mean, that one, like you said, was easier to find the groove. It wasn't great, but it was better than Cruise. Cruise was terrible. I don't know why I couldn't find the beat on cruise, but anyway, that's how it goes here on the sip and serve name that tune karaoke. That's what we're here. We're here. We're here to give someone what they don't know. By the way, the the title of that song was "Ain't Nothing But a G Thing, Babe" by Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Okay, one of my favorites. Top five: Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, early '90s. Ain't nothing but a G thing. Troy. Your song is up there, and you've already seen it, and you're sitting over here like, what we got going on here? Are you? I'm going to set the timer. I mean, you've already seen it. I'm not even going to set the timer. So this is going to be great. Do you know what song this is, Troy, by any means? DG knows what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. It's not Fergalicious, is it? It is definitely not Fergie. Fergalicious, whatever you said, is definitely not. Now, I'm just going to warn you on this. This is a fast-paced song. 
I'm gonna give you a little bit of a hint. It's it's fast paced. So if I'm you, you're 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 wanting to go fast here. This rapper is going quick. I don't want you to read it like a book. It, I mean, it's quick. That's that's my that is my hint to you during this song. Three, two, one, Corey, let's go. We ready? <laughs> go. Three, two, one. I was like, good gracious, asses bodacious, flirtatious, trying to show patience. I'm waiting for the right time to shoot my steeds, you know, waiting for the right time to flash them keys, and then, you know, I'm leaving. Please believe in, oh, me and the rest of my heathens, check it. Gotta look to the top of the four seasons, penthouse, rooftop, birds I'm feeding, no deceiving, nothing up my sleeve, and no teasing, I need you to... Get me up on the dance floor. Give that man what he's asking for. Cause I feel like busting loose. And I feel like touching you. Uh-huh. And I can't nobody stop the juice. So baby, tell me what's the use. <laughs> no, I mean, that was pretty good. Yeah. Do you know the song? I mean, I've heard it, but man, this is tough. Dude, I'm telling you, you did pretty good. You did really well. And I, I feel like when I'm reading this, I am totally stumped. Yeah. But when I start singing it, it's uh-huh. like it comes about, to how me. How about this? Nelly. Does that ring a bell? Okay. Hot in here? Okay. I said it's getting hot, hot in here. So, so take, take off, off all your clothes. Oh. I was like, good gracious ass to bobacious. <laughs> no, I mean, you did pretty good. Yeah. You did pretty good, Troy. I mean, it. You did a lot better than... Now, let me ask you this. But it definitely helps when you know the key li- lyrics. Did I give you a hint that helped you out? Yeah. If you... To speed up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wish I wouldn't have gave you the hint, because I would have loved to re- hear you read that slow, or try to sing that <laughs> slow. <laughs> like a slow song? Yeah, like a slow song. But anyway, Sipping Squad, hope you all enjoyed that. Those were nine different verses from nine different songs. DG, Troy... Corey K, I appreciate you guys all helping this segment come together. That's the first time, and I can guarantee you, Sipping Squad, that's not going to be the only time you guys hear that. I hope you guys enjoy it because we had fun doing it. Now it's time for the staple of the Sip and Serve podcast, the listener questions and the question of the week. DG, Troy, Corey K. But first, we must give a shout-out to our sponsor, the Old Canal Smokehouse. Smokehouse is known for the most unique craft beer selection, the rare bourbons to go along with their amazing food. You can dine in, order, take out, or even have them cater your next event. Visit them in their newly renovated space at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. Corey with K, you're on the clock with the first question. All right, first question is from Jake the Snake. How old are you boys, and how old do you feel? Yeah, I'll go ahead and take this one first, Jake the Snake. Appreciate the question. Um, so I'm 32. I've been 32 for almost three months, but... uh. I'll tell you what, man, like, if you ask me how I feel, I feel like I'm only about a year or two out of college. So I guess that would put me like 25, 24, 25, something like that. I mean, I don't feel, I don't even feel like I'm in my 30s. Um, I know like a lot of guys who are former athletes, they get into their 30s and they start waking up and they just, everything hurts, like achy and they got pain all over the place. And I, I... I can honestly say I haven't started experiencing that yet. I mean, some days I wake up and my ankles are a little achy or my knees, but that's usually like the day after 
a really hard workout or something. A good like, CrossFit workout. Maybe CrossFit or like um, if I played like pickup basketball the day before for like a couple hours or something like that. But but typically I feel up, I, I wake up and I feel pretty good. Um, there's one specific thing though. And when this thing happens, I get reminded that I'm definitely not 24 and I am in fact 32. Hangovers. Um, dude, hangovers for me, they get rougher by the day. It feels like even like, even, even the morning after I only have like three or four beers. Like if I didn't drink enough water that day or the day before that, I'll wake up the next day and I'll have a headache and it will not go away for hours. And I'll just be in a daze. I'll just feel like I'll be in a daze all throughout the day. Like I'm just foggy as hell mentally. Could you? Because you know we didn't drink that much water when we came home from a frat party. Well, it's hard to drink water when you just, you know, you go home and you just pass out. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. But, but, I mean, we were fine the next day. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, you get up and do whatever you wanted. But nowadays, like, and, you know, I'm at... I'm at the point now where I don't do a whole lot of hard, hard drinking anymore. But even like, like I said, even just a couple of drinks the next morning, man, it's just, a, it's a lot tougher to get up and get out of bed. Yeah, and you got probably, it's pretty easy to get a headache now. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't, I don't drink enough water, but. How are you going to answer this one, Troy? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Well, just to Go close. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought he was done. Yeah. He was rattling. What wasn't he? No, no, I'm sorry. I really, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I thought you were done. It's all good, bub. Um, I'm sorry. So I, I'm 32, but I feel like I'm in my mid-20s, other than when I have a hangover, I guess is my answer. I'm sorry, DG. It's okay, buddy. I feel like I do that a lot on this thing. No, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you like keeping things moving, and that's okay. That's your job. I'm sorry. That's your job. Troy, what do you think? Uh, I'm 32 as well, and I feel pretty good for my age. Uh, Yard. <laughs> It don't have anything to do with the yard. I mean, I guess I get some exercise, but I know, but it keeps you busy, keeps you moving. Yeah, but if nowadays, like, don't get me wrong, when we were in high school, you know, we were constantly active. So, you know, you take the next step, college, early twenties. You know, we'd hit the gym some and work out. We we had more free time. Well, there'd be some times when I might not, you know, hit the gym as much, maybe take a week or two off. Well, back then it was like, it was nothing. But now if I take like a couple weeks off from going to the gym, I just feel awful. Like it hits me more now than I did in like college type of thing. So, you know, it just gives me more energy you know i can do more things you know chores in the house and stuff like like that instead of just like if i don't work out for a couple weeks i'm like i don't want to do anything so like working out regularly it just helps you like with everyday wear and tear yeah yeah and it's only got to be like two or three times a week and i get i completely agree with that troy and i'm going to branch off that for my answer man I'm going to tell you guys straight up. I'm 30 years old. I'm the youngest one of this bunch. And I guarantee I'm in the most pain out of all of you. I don't know what it is, guys. I really don't know what it is. But when I stand straight up, 
my knees lock. My knees lock in. And my wife, my wife pointed it out last night. And I I've noticed it in the past, but I didn't know notice how bad I did it. Like I was upstairs the other night and she was sitting in the recliner and my knees were like they're locked. They're locked in. Yeah. Like there's no bend to them at all. Every time I stand straight up, my knees lock in. And I've been noticing, you know, at work over these past few weeks, maybe a month or so, that my knees have been giving me pain. And it's because I stand locked in. And I've been busy these past few weeks at work, and I've been standing up a lot. And my knees are locked every time I stand up. And I've been having a lot of pain in my knees lately. And like you said, Troy, if you're not if you're not completely active, you can feel pain because your 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 body needs to be active and get loose and get going. Your ligaments, your your muscles, everything. I'm going to come out and say it. I haven't ran on a treadmill probably since the the weather's changed. Ever since I got back from the Labor Day trip, I haven't been on the treadmill because I mean, you're, when am I going to have my shirt off again? You know, you want to get you want to you want to look all right for the summer when you're out on the boat, you're at the beach, whatever. I haven't been on the treadmill. I need to get my ass back on. I've just been lazy. I don't know if that's it. Like my knees just need to get going on the treadmill again, but. She noticed, like, my knees lock. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, after the podcast, I'll show you guys. But my knees aren't like yours. They lock in. Like, they're they're weird form. And I don't know what it is, but I'm sore. I'm 30 years old, man. I feel like I'm going to have knee replacements by I'm 50. In the knees? Yeah. Yeah. How, How much time at work do you spend on your feet? It just depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. Like today, these past few days, I had a big job where I constantly have to be on my feet and watching stuff. But there's a lot of days where I can sit back and watch stuff while I'm sitting down. But today, in these past few days, I've had to like constantly change a few things here and there and watch stuff while they're printing off and stuff. And it's been difficult because my knees have really, I mean, it's been bothering me lately. So I think I just need to get more active. I feel like I'm just stiff and these things just need to get worked. I need to get back on the treadmill. And what's really bothered me is this COVID shit because I would usually be in a gym, you know, playing basketball and open gyms, playing in the wide leagues and stuff. And that, you know, COVID's really just putting a damper on that shit. Right. So I'm not as active as I usually am this time of year. In this cold weather, I'm either sitting in a tree stand or I'm getting home from work. I'm working on the podcast and in the on the couch over here. I haven't been doing what I should be doing. I, I'm a, I'm just gonna say it. I've been lazy. I really have. You got but, good, you got good shoes. You work in like do they have good support? Like good cushion? Absolutely not. I, I, wear, think, I think that would make a big difference. It probably would. I wear I wear a forty dollar pair of Nikes to work. It's not it's not good. Should get some insoles, man. I probably should, but I'm a cheap ass. All right, Corey the K. Next question. <laughs> next question's from Marty. You have recently been fired from your job, and now the only job you can get is in fast food. Which fast food chain would you work for? So, first of all, this is a, this is a great question. Kick it off, DJ. We got to we got to get Marty on here, man. He's coming. Good. We did. We we just gotta we gotta find the right time, right place, yeah. right topic. Whenever he's free, I can't wait. But I've already talked to him behind closed doors. He's he's willing to come on. Good. I'm is glad. It, is he a pretty busy individual? 
Oh, I, I don't know if he's busy or not, but I mean, we just we I got to talk to him about the topics and what he's comfortable talking about. What do you think he'd be good on the podcast? But yeah, I mean, this I mean, yeah, he's going to kill it either way. He's an awesome dude. Yeah. Yeah, he he brings the questions all the time. I mean, dude, I've got like four or five in in the safe. <laughs> like he he brings them in like three or four a day. Yeah. Anyway, like when I when I read this question, like my first thought was five guys. Because you guys know I love like five guys. Um, and also because they have an open kitchen. Like you're not back there in like a dungeon. Like it's all open. So people in the dining room, like there's no walls. You know, it's I like that idea. Um, I love the way they operate. I wouldn't feel cooped up. The employee discount would be awesome on those burgers. But the more I thought about it, I was just like, you know what? I can't do that because I would just... If I worked at Five Guys, I would eat Five Guys all the time, and I would end up getting sick of it, and I can't let that happen. So, um, the more I thought about, it, the more I, the more I think I'm, I'm kind of actually feeling Subway, because the kitchen there is the kind of the same way. It's open. Um, I wouldn't have to be standing over a hot grill or a fryer all day. You know, you're just up there at the counter getting people cold cuts, occasionally throwing one in the toaster if somebody wants it toasted. Um, and also most of the subways I've been in, they're all pretty clean. And if I'm working there all the time, I'm probably going to end up eating a lot of subway. And I feel like if you really tried, you could eat decently healthy if you worked at subway all the time, you know, salads and wraps and stuff like that. So, um, give me that visor and that polo subway, eat fresh. (laughs) Well, I, I mean, I I took this to to heart a little bit, I guess. I mean, I I said if I lost my job, it would it would definitely take a toll on my family because I mean I carry the benefits, and my wife's positions currently doesn't provide any benefits, so we wouldn't have anything to fall back on short term. So if I was if the only thing I could choose fast food industry. You know, I'd have to work a lot of OT, a lot of overtime hours to pick up that lost. I agree. That lost income. And with working a lot more, I would probably lose more time working out, running, YMCA type of thing. So I would probably need to find something more healthier. Like DG said, he kind of leaned towards the subway. Hey, you know, at, you know, you want, you're going to be eating, you're going to get discounts. You want to be healthy there. So if I'm there all the time, I'm going to, I'm going to take Panera. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be eating their soup and salads. Probably stay off the carbs. Yeah. Stay away from the bear claws. <laughs> Cause I'm sure we would get some kind of discount. By working there. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, especially me putting all the OT hours in. I mean, gosh dang, you're going to be the best, best worker they ever had. Yeah. You'll work your way up real quick, Troy. I'm confident. So, whenever I hear this question, I mean, I also had Subway as my pick as well because I feel like every time I go to Subway, I'm going to go on a little rant here. Every time I go to Subway, these guys. They just mess up my sub every time. Like, if you go through the drive-thru, like, you can't go through the drive-thru of Subway. You got to watch these people make your sub. Oh, yeah. And it just it just pisses me off. 
like when I when I go through a drive thru and I but tell the, them what I want. I feel like that's a lot. For, it, for it, a I mean, it absolutely is, Troy. You're absolutely right. Just like the Love Doctor, you're always right on this podcast tonight. <laughs> I love you. I love that we have you on, but I want to see them make it because I, I'm pretty picky when it comes to my subs. Now, for example, whenever I want a chicken breast, the oven roasted chicken breast, I say, "Hey, I want it. I want oven roasted chicken breast without it being toasted." And they're like, "So you want your meat cold?" Absolutely not. Warm the meat up and put it on bread that's not toasted. That's what I mean. And they always they always just seem to toast it anyway. And it's always hard as a brick. And then, you know, you tell them you want one swipe of mayonnaise and they put the whole damn mayonnaise bottle on it. And then you tell them you want pickles and then you want um, banana peppers. And there's like either way too much on it or... There's hardly any on it. I mean, they just never absolutely get it right. So you want to be there and tell them, okay, that's good, or okay, that's not enough. So Subway, I feel like I can make the ultimate sub for the ultimate customer. I'd be a great Subway worker. Okay. But with that being said, I would love to work at Papa John's. (laughs) Why? They, they, they love having the dough freshly made. And they, you see the videos of them flipping the dough. I feel like I just got that apron on and you can have the videos of me flipping the dough, like in my hand, flipping it up around. And then we got Shaq right beside me. Like he's a big name in, uh, Papa John's right now. And the, the Shaq, what was it? The Shaqzilla pizza they had there during the summer. Bring Shaq in. Let me and Shaq do a commercial. Me flipping the pizza dough. Throw it up to Shaq. He's seven foot tall. Let him flip it back. Throw it down on the plate. Throw some freaking pepperoni, some sauce on it real quick. Throw it in the oven. Me and Shaq would be great business partners. <laughs> Papa John's and Subway would be my pick. So you kind of got the entertainment value out of it. Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of didn't. I mean, I'm working for Shaq. He's part owner now of Papa John, so let me just work for Shaq. DG, you're shaking your head. What's going on? We w- we went more healthy options. Yeah, and, and I, you're and more I, entertainment. Type I, of I, thing. I hear what you're saying about the dough. You know, it'd be fun to flip up the dough, flip the dough up in the air, and do the dough. <laughs> like that'd be fun for a half hour. And then you got seven and a half more hours of that. How fun. Every freaking I'm not day. saying I got to flip it every day, but I'm just saying, okay, how fun's making a sub? How fun's making macaroni and cheese at Panera? It's, it, it, well, fast well, food's not fun. Yeah, while we're talking about that, it's not fun to work in fast okay, food. Okay, so I said it's Papa not, John's or something. That's why none of us do it. <laughs> okay. But so, that's the yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great question, Marty. I mean, we're sitting here arguing over yeah. it. <laughs> that's why we got to have him on. Corey the K, cue the music. Sipping squad on your feet. It's time for the question of the week. Brought to you by the Old Canal Smokehouse. For the very first time. Standing tall at the top, he goes by the name of Will. In honor of Alec Trebek's passing this week, I thought of a question for the podcast. CBS has hired you to create a new game show. You have been given the freedom to do anything you want. What's the game show going to be? 
who's the host, and what's the prize? Solid question. Solid, Will. Dude, this thing had me stumped. And it, I texted you earlier today about it. I was like, dude, I don't know what to I, do with and this. I'm absolutely, and I'm absolutely just going to say I totally messed this question up. Because I didn't read that it said CBS. Okay. I went totally <laughs> off of CBS. But hear me out. You went MTV. But hear me out. But hear me out. I, I seen. I just now read, and when I read the question, it said CBS. But let's just say CBS wasn't involved. And I'm sorry, Will, that I messed up the question. I really am. But I was, I was thinking, what is our audience going to like the most? I don't want to make up some boring game show. We're called the Sip and Serve Podcast for a reason. So how about this? You know how they have college game day every Saturday morning from, what is it, 10 to 12 before the kickoff at the yeah, main something game? Like something like 9 to 12 maybe. I'm not sure. So let's do this. How about college game day frats versus brats? So we're taking the frat house, the main frat house, let's say – Alabama's playing LSU that week at game day. This is airing on ESPN, the Ocho. <laughs> Frats right. versus Brats. So we're taking the main frat house from Alabama versus the main sorority from LSU. So we got guys versus girls. First competition is going to be beer pong. Second competition. Shit, I forgot. Flip cup. <laughs> no. No, no, it's not going to be flip cup. Okay, we're going to go. No, wait, flip, flip cup's going to flip cup's going to be the, <laughs> flip cup's going to be the the main thing here. Oh, that's I know what it is. First competition is going to be beer pong. Second competition is going to be beers be. Third competition is going to be slip and flip. Doesn't matter what conditions we're playing in. It could be snowing. December. <laughs> It could be December. January. It don't matter. So do you have to play where the football team's playing at? Yeah, wherever game day's set up at, okay. this frat versus brats is going on. Minnesota in yeah, January. It could be. <laughs> and then I mean I mean, I feel like once once all this comes to a close, we're gonna have a tournament, like the winners. We're going to have a big old bracket, and then the winners of each bracket is gonna play at the end, and the ultimate prize is gonna be the ultimate. Sorority or frat house, and they're going to get a donation of their choice to any. Uh, what do they call that? Um, what am I? What word am I thinking of, boys? A donation to any charity? Charity, yes, charity. Any charity they want in the world. And I don't know. Well, I mean, what's a good fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. From game day, they'll donate hundred thousand dollars to any charity in the world, whatever that frat house or sorority house wants to make. So. We're going to play the best two out of three in each game. And the winner, the, the main score at the end is going to win. What do you guys think? Frats versus Brats. College game day edition. So let's say Ohio State versus Michigan is on college game day. We're going to have the best frat house from Michigan versus the best sorority house from Ohio State. They can be voted on, whatever. Each college can vote on them. They're going to come together. Best two out of three. We got beer pong. We've got Beersby, and then we've got the finale is going to be Slip and Flip, which is no one knows what that is. It's a big old runway. You slip down a slide. 
you got water, you got soap, and then you get down at the bottom and you play flip cup. That's going to be it. It'd definitely be entertaining. The Ocho. I mean, the, the Ocho. It's not on ESPN or none. It's it's on their off channel, ESPN The Ocho. And they got their fan gear on. Oh, yeah. They got yeah. their fan gear. I mean, sorority. I mean, you're playing frats versus sorority, boys versus girls. I mean, who takes all? Which college is going to be the best? So I'm going to ask a dumb question. But part of Will's question here is, who's the host? <laughs> Me. That's what, that's what I figured. I'm hosting this you'd be, shit. You'd be a great host. I'm for that. hosting this shit. Yeah. Frats versus brass. I mean, I'm getting in on it. I mean, we're going all the way. Frats vs. Brats, college game day edition. We're traveling from town to town. We're playing this all the way out. We're going to have a bracket at the end of the winners. We're going to do it again, and then bam, there we go. $100,000 to any charity you want. That's a lot of money on the table. You're damn right, Denny Charity. Absolutely. <laughs> Will, I hope it ain't. I mean, I'm sorry I wasn't on CBS, but whatever. ESPN, the Ocho. Maybe CBS will pick it up. Nah, maybe. I doubt it. But, Troy, what you got? Um, I I think the coast is key here. I'm a big fan of the Family Feud. Okay, I and mean, that's like a big game show for me. I mean, there's so many people that watch that with the with Steve Harvey. I mean, he can put on a show for us. I would yeah. love to be on Family Feud. <laughs> so again, it's a it's a tough question. It had me thinking a little bit. I mean before I could decide what I wanted to do here. I mean, it, it took me five to 10 minutes in between there. And usually it wouldn't take me that long to answer this. So off the top of the dome, I said we would play some type of wiffle ball game like family feud, family versus family. And it's, it's like a home run derby process, but with wiffle ball. And there'd be different areas on the field where you get points, somewhat like Top Golf. You know, you're hit. I don't know if yeah. Sipping Squads, if you know, knows was what you. Top Golf is. You kind of there's there's flags and there's sections of the air. You know, the field where you can get different points. So, you know, I don't know how we would structure it, but um, so you get points wherever you hit it on the field. And maybe there's questions involved too, where you where you're, you get so many questions right, you get more at bats for your for your chances for your family, type of like, kind of like a Price is Right type of thing, okay. you know, when they put, you know, like a certain item out there. Hey, what price is this? Over forty or under forty type of thing. All right, so you're kind of merging two shows together. Yeah, um, I got a little prices right. I got a little family feud, but I got a sports contest going on, and I'm I'm bringing back Tom Brenneman as my host. You know, he's 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 coming back. That's controversial, and uh, I don't give a shit. He's he's <laughs> he's, he's 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 a good uh, broadcaster. Uh, yeah. And the, say? and the prize is uh, $1,000 to $2,000 each session. And the, and the winners will, will stay on the stage until beaten. And their max session is 10. So if they, you know, they, they stay on and they'll play yeah. know, 10 rounds and, and then we'll, we'll schedule two more families in. 
So rock on. I like it. No, I mean that's a good. That's I mean that's a great answer. I'm not talking about at all. So you got wiffle ball in there. You got Family Feud. You got Price is Right. So I mean, do you call a wiffle ball segment a game show? What, I mean, do, you, what are you What are you calling that show? I, I didn't have a name for it, but I was kind of going. I mean, it, as soon as I said wiffle ball, I was kind of going with it. Like I was, you know, I was rolling with it. Yeah. And uh, I thought it went well. We'll just call it wiffle ball. No, well. There's got to be a good name out there, but I mean, I would love to be on this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> Go ahead, DG. When you guys were little, did you ever play Shoots and Ladders, the board game? Yeah. Probably, but I can't remember it. So it's real easy. Like you, you roll the dice, you move your piece around the board. If you land on a, a space that's at the bottom of a ladder, you get to climb the ladder up and you and you get higher on the board. Like you, it's basically like you skip ahead on the board. If you land on a space that's got a chute or a slide, then you slide all the way back down to the near the bottom of the board. So it's like you get, you get, um, I don't know what the like you get like push back. Mm-hmm. Well, Good. I was thinking extreme shoots and ladders. So basically, what we're looking at here is. Players will play on a real-life, multi-level, quote-unquote, board. Um, but instead of ladders, there's going to be 50-foot obstacles, like um, like a rock wall or a cargo net or monkey bars or something like that. And if you land on a ladder, you have to climb this obstacle. But halfway up, you have to stop and you have to answer a trivia question. And if you get it wrong then they jerk your harness and you get pulled back to the bottom and you have to start over. You got to start climbing again and you got to answer the question right. If you keep answering it wrong, you just keep getting jerked back to the bottom. If you land on a quote unquote shoot, then again, you have to answer a trivia question. If you get it right, you get to advance. If you get it wrong, you get bludgeoned in the face and you get knocked 50 foot into a foam pit down below. And then you got to, crawl out and start all over. Um, There'll be like people on the game board that will try to impede your progress, kind of like American Gladiators. Mm -hmm. But there'll be two life-size game boards with two uh, a person on each game board, and they're competing head-to-head. Whoever finishes first wins. And there you go. Extreme shoots and ladders. That's my game show. And there's questions involved there, too. There's trivia questions, but it's also like it's got an obstacle course component involved and also an American Gladiator type component involved. I like it. So you, you almost, a lot of thought. you got to be a little bit, you know, fit for the, for yeah. the game. Yeah, it's a lot of thought. You got to be able to like run and climb and yeah, you got to be kind of athletic to be good at it. So, um, so you're yeah, kind of, whoever finishes first gets a cash prize. I like it. Who's, who's your host? Um, I don't know. I didn't think about that. Um, I forgot that was part of the question, actually. <laughs> so I'm the only one that brought a host to the show. It would need to be, i tell you who would be a great host if he's not playing NFL football anymore is Rob Gronkowski. There we go. There we have That's it. That's a good one. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. That's going to do it for us. It's going to end the show. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating if you enjoyed the show. Also, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod and like us on Facebook. 
Our email is at sipandservepod at gmail.com. Send in those questions for episode 32. Also, don't forget to call us on the Sip and Serve hotline. We've got plenty of gift cards left. 740-720-3537. Corey with the K. Let's walk it off. There it goes. Deep to left. Really deep. See ya. Oh, my goodness. What a shot. I'll take greatest game show hosts and pop culture personalities of all time for 1940 to 2020. He was the Ontario, Canada native son of a Ukrainian immigrant father who hosted one of the most popular and widely syndicated television shows, let alone game shows, of all time. His voice filled the homes of millions of Americans during the early evening hours of virtually every weeknight in recent years as the seven-time Emmy Award-winning host of Jeopardy. A philanthropist, scholar, broadcaster, and actor, he became something like America's favorite professor over the years. He held that status right up until the very end. And in those times, when it seemed like all America had were questions, he was always there with the answers. Who is George Alexander Alex Trebek? R.I.P. Listener sent this in to me. Bleacher Report reported that the producer of the Last Dance Michael Jordan documentary is now working on a Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary. If you want to see Steve Austin crack open a few Steve Weisers on live TV again, give me an old hell yeah! <laughs> Troy, thanks for being here, bro. It was a good time. Come back soon. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. And I'm Rolski. Stay hot. And when I say stay safe these days, I truly mean it. I'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. Correction. When we were talking about that bar in Indianapolis on our bachelor parties where we karaoke at, it's the Wild Beaver Saloon, boys. How did we forget that? I don't know, but shout out to Wild Beaver Saloon over there on Maryland Street. Hell yeah. Great times, great memories. Never forget.